Welcome to the Not Last Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Andrew Neil Nunez. Today, I've got a very special guest, former college track athlete, animal advocate, and all-around super cool lady, Lindsay Markham. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right. Uh, hi, Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> how, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, I am super glad that you're here. And let me preface with, uh, before we get into anything, that this is first and foremost a space where, space and or platform, however you want to look at it, where you can really share whatever you want to. Nobody can hear you, or everyone can hear you. <laughs> Nobody can see you. Um, and I found, at least for me, for what it's worth, like, I've been able to open up even more just talking to a microphone as opposed to having someone kind of look at you. I know mm-hmm. I can see you on a screen and the people who, whoever l- listens into this, it's probably Ian and my mom more than anything else. <laughs> but um, it, uh, it it's allowed me at least to be maybe a little more open and vulnerable. And if you mm-hmm. feel comfortable with that, that you are more than welcome to to talk about whatever we're going to talk about and get into that as deep or as superficial as you want to. Um. So let's start off with a couple of basics. Um, I think you have a story that a lot of people can relate to and would like to hear. Um, and we're going to try and tease that out. So uh, <laughs> where are you from? I am from a little suburb of Dayton um, called Springboro, Ohio, which is kind of in between Dayton and Cincinnati. Um, but yeah, I grew up, grew up there and um, went to college um, at Moorhead State University in Kentucky. Is that Just a pretty close. <laughs> public college or private college? or It's a public university. Okay. Yeah, it's about three hours away from, from where I grew up, so it's pretty close. Okay. How how big is this is this tiny town? Give, um, give us an idea. Dayton or Moorhead? Either one. <laughs> Dayton's pretty big. It's, okay. it's like 20,000 people. Oh, I okay. Think, All right. Um, at least Springboro is, which is just a suburb of Dayton. Gotcha. Um, but Moorhead is probably, I want to say... It's maybe 5,000 people just as okay. a town, but then when the school comes, it's like 10,000 people. So, oh, wow. So it is made up of the the college for sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, okay, so how do you go from Ohio to Eugene? Yeah, so I moved out here almost six years ago now, um, oh. and it's a weird kind of long story about how my college coach... Um, he was coaching at Southern Oregon University down in Ashland. Oh, yeah, um, okay. And then he transferred out to, to Moorhead. So a lot of athletes of his kind of came came to Moorhead State, too, to um, just continue okay. training with him. So a lot of my teammates and friends were, were from here already, um, or just Oregon natives. So during my summers, they convinced me to come out and train a little. <laughs> I came out for um, the Olympic trials in 2012, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I ended up here in the long run. Wow, uh, no pun intended, of course. <laughs> right. Um, so, you, from what I've gathered, and at least I, what little you've told me, is that you you ran in college at a, a which is a pretty high level. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you, did you go on scholarship, or how did you get on the on the college team? What how that play out for you? Yeah, so I was actually a walk on. Um, really. And Yeah, my story is a little strange because most people who are thinking about colleges and stuff have run through junior high and high school, but um, my first year of running was actually my senior year. (laughs) I kind of was late to the game there, Um, but I was... um, What made you want to jump on... Okay, all right, right, back back up. (laughs) Uh, What's your distance? 5K mostly, so cross country okay. and track. It was always okay, sure. running the 5,000 meters. And and you ran that in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Okay, so you're not like new to running, and then you're like, oh, I think I'll go run a 5K and then walk <laughs> onto the team. So okay, so then what makes you in your senior year want to, uh, if you can remember that far back, it can't be that far. Uh, <laughs> but what makes you in your senior year want to try out for the track team? Yeah. I mean, you're you're like one foot out the door, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. My um, my dad was actually always a runner. He ran in college as well. Um, oh, wow. okay. And then my sister, who's two years older than me, um, she also ran collegiately. Um, but they were always encouraging me to run. So I always had like 
they were always pushing me to do it, but I never really wanted to do it. It took, <laughs> it took my high school friends that were runners to really be like, yeah, you should try it. Just come out for cross country season and see what happens. Um, but yeah, thinking back on it, the fact that I ran only one season and then walked on to a college team seems a little, a little aggressive. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. I mean, you got some pretty raw talent to be able to do that. I don't think that- there was a lot of talent. It just like for some <laughs> reason when my sister my sister started running collegiately, so I was probably I was a junior. Um, okay. And I think just seeing her like just going to college and having like a community of friends and um, she was like already getting better. Like it just kind of inspired me to to think about what I wanted out of college and. Um, yeah, more than just an education, maybe sure. getting something athletically out of it as well. Wow, that's that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, what so what what was that feeling like once you? Uh, I've never walked onto a team. I've always had to like fight tooth and nail, and I'm usually like the varsity the the JV kid who like the varsity the varsity like fourth place guy drops out, and they're like, oh, I guess we could bump you up oh, kind of thing. Was, so that like, was me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, like, what's what was that feeling like to to find out that you had just walked on to a to a collegiate track team? I mean, it was great. Like, I when I had that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. When, like, well, when I met with the the coach originally, um, it was I was expecting a little bit of a different experience. Like, I had kind of done okay. my research and like figured out what schools I could potentially walk on to, just based on like where oh, other sure. okay. women were in the program. Um, but when um, the SOU coach moved to Moorhead. That was like a week before I started my freshman year. So mm-hmm. I kind of went in thinking it would be a little bit of an easier program. It turned out it was a lot harder of a program. And <laughs> like that's probably a good thing in the long run. I feel like I got sure. a lot more out of it in that case. But um, but yeah, it it was great to know that I, I could do it. And when I was there, yeah. it was a little, a little scary to know like it wasn't exactly what I thought, but... So what was what was your one season uh, running like? How, what you know? Uh, Do you have some good success on there on the track? Did you in high school? In high school, yeah. yeah. Well, I it was a rough start, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember um, summer training the year before, like before the cross country season, and I could I don't even think I could run half a mile without stopping. Like it was it was really hard. I remember that and wow. Um, one of my my friends Carly was she was like yeah let's go on a like let's go on an easy run together it'll be super light two mile two miles and I remember we got like maybe half a mile in in the neighborhood and I was like I have to walk like I can't do this and she was like kind of like uh oh but um was also like super supportive through it all so like without having teammates that were actually pushing me and not you know making fun of me for stopping after half a mile sure <laughs> that, that yeah. definitely helped but rough start <laughs> yeah yeah i think we can all relate to to some some sort of baptism by fire yeah. like that like that's yeah no, it was uh. <laughs> yeah I, I was just feeling accomplished when i got like when i could run three miles without stopping and like sure the fact yeah. that i i think i went from running my first 5k ever um the first race I ran, I probably ran like 23 something, like 23 minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. but I was able like just with one season to get my PR down to 21, 20 something. And that was, that was like good enough to be able to think about like walking onto a team. So that was kind of my goal. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What, so what is your, your fastest 5k? Um, in college it was, so my goal pretty much all of college was to break nine or to break 20. I wanted to run in the nineteens. Um, and that was really hard with, I had a few injuries pop up here and there. Um, but 1947 ended up being my, my, well done. Yeah. 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 That smashes (laughs) night smashes 20. Yeah. That's well into the nineteens. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, you talked about injuries. What, uh, what kind of injuries popped up? Um, when I first, got to college um I went from running um probably 25 to 35 miles a week to Mm -hmm. um expecting a program where it was going to be a little bit more laid back and um like a slower build up but when we got there um 
our, our new coach came in and it was a very different program, um, which again is great. Like we needed to be running higher mileage and doing harder <laughs> workouts and everything. Um, sure. But going from that mileage to kind of this higher mileage really um, a little too fast, was a little too fast for me. And I got a stress fracture um, that I had to sit out pretty much my freshman year. Um, oh, geez. For, or at least the cross country season. Um, mm-hmm. And then later I ran into a few other injuries with <laughs> just my <laughs> knees. And yeah, so I didn't have like, I felt like I didn't have years of training under my belt before I like started running like most sure. college athletes have like they're, they've run through junior high and high school I kind of sure can can take that yeah, volume yeah and, and, and it was of, a lot yeah, harder totally. for me to kind of get into that training and um but I made it and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I stuck with it oh, that's awesome <laughs> yeah uh okay well so you made it through college uh you had some successes there you got into the teens um and it seems like you were you were fairly motivated. Was was cracking the the twenty minute barrier? Was that a big motivator for you? Was that like a keystone kind of thing for you, mm-hmm. or or were there other things that kept you kept you motivated to to keep pushing and keep running? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wanted to get that. That was something always in the back of my mind. Um, but honestly, just like having teammates that like work with you through workouts and um, are just kind of there, pretty much on the track and not on the track was really, sure. really helpful. Um, feel like not only did you get like a lot out, out of running and, um, right. you got a lot of, you know, you got idea out of it as well. So that was, that was, um, always a big motivator of mine. Did you feel like you didn't have that until you got on the track team? Um, no, I was, or not, I was not as, alone, as established. <laughs> like, yeah, were you? yeah, in high school, especially like, um, <laughs> oh, I understand. Oh, yeah. But oh, honey, you're preaching. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> but especially like, like just junior high and high school is pretty much a loner, and then just joining or having friends kind of convince me to to jump on the team was um, was awesome. I mean, my senior year was so much fun because of that. Like just having having a group of friends that you know share your success with, like successes with you, and um, sure, yeah, it was. I'm really glad I did it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Do you still keep in touch with some of your your college teammates? Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. Um, my best friend Chase FaceTimed me last night, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, close connection. <laughs> yeah, and we <laughs> right like with high school as well. Like we stay in touch, and I think you obviously do? Okay. with like COVID this past year, I feel like it gives people a reason to reach out a little bit more than we typically mm, have. Sure. So we had like weekly zooms for a while, and it was really nice oh, wow. to to see everybody again <laughs> yeah that's super cool yeah uh, i wish i could empathize with that i don't have anything <laughs> like that i did my i did my first zoom call uh like a week really? ago well in the bike shop we don't zoom yeah, we, <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> we uh, we fix flat tires but um yeah i was uh, i was pretty inept and i had to hold the phone and it was like shaking all <laughs> over the place and Someone had to tell tell me to to put the phone down. It's probably a good thing that you're still working with people and not like feeling like you're in a virtual world like I am right now. (laughs) Yeah, but I wouldn't mind working with less people, (laughs) put it that way. (laughs) I understand. Same with Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. I guess there's two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah. Um, So, Lindsay, do you still still run? I do. I don't run as much as I have in the past, but... Um, yeah, we, I still run. Um, I would say right now, especially I'm probably more of a hobby jogger, get out to, you know, make myself (laughs) feel better a little and, you know, it keeps your mind clear and, um, and you can get out there with your dog and feel like you're, you're also (laughs) exercising them as well. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, we're going to talk about your dog over here in in, in just a second. Um, but uh oh yeah you, you betcha don't you worry um so are you are you training for anything right now i have I'm, to ask i'm not right now i need to start I mean, but i've been dealing with a little bit of a knee a knee thing so i need to start ramping up again and and maybe throw in some some speed stuff eventually but right now i've just sure. been doing the the whole lunch run thing so instead of you know 
doing something else on my lunch break, I'll get outside and see the sun. Oh, nice. <laughs> but or or That's the great. rain. I guess it depends. Or on the, the rain. Day <laughs> right now, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so what? I guess what keeps you? Is it just the general fitness and kind of overall wanting to be healthy that keeps you motivated to keep going and keep being a hobby jogger for now with with the the intention to be more of a uh, uh, a goal oriented runner or yeah. or what is it that kind of keeps you keeps you motivated where do you find some of that motivation um i think it, it honestly comes down to the support system again i know before covid like yeah. we have um workout groups and there was a lot of like group runs that we would do um sure and my sister's in town and she runs too so like she joins oh, okay. me on some of my um my lunch runs but it is kind of a social thing for me or at least it was okay. pre-covid now it's kind of um to keep you know physically keep healthy and sure, i think a bit right. it, mentally it helps like just clearing your mind and getting outside mm-hmm. for a little bit so i definitely can't say i probably ran 10 miles this last week which is not a lot by any means but just, hey so long as you're yeah, moving doesn't yeah, really matter yeah, we'll say yeah. that <laughs> yeah um, um has that been hard to not have that kind of community to to run with and and to see on the yeah, daily basis like, i think is, so i think like especially for workouts it's hard to do like workouts on your own like um, sure like you can go out and run three miles or whatever but to actually like do a workout of 400s or 800s it's always great to have a group to do it with um but ian actually um he does a thursday workout group and he moved it to virtual at the beginning of this year so we still we have like a happy hour after the workout and everything that people can jump on and um and talk about how miserable the workout (laughs) was yeah okay great (laughs) so there's still at least a little bit of a a social aspect to it but just can't really do it together in person right now right um do you find are there certain aspects like for okay so for me um as i guess i would say an ex-runner turned cyclist Mm -hmm. like there are some things about cycling that are really difficult and the biggest thing i've noticed at least is like when i used to run a lot that i could go for a half an hour run and wreck myself and just be totally trashed but to do that on the bike like to get the same level of fatigue um my difficulty is that i've got to go out for four or five plus hours to get you know um to get that big heavy you know like completely destroyed yeah. sort of sort of <laughs> sort of thing like so for me at least that's that's what i find very difficult about my sport is that it's um that that's one of the there are many other things but um but uh y- you know there's there's a lot of great beauty in cycling yeah. as well but um is there things that you find very difficult about running or or challenging about i guess your your chosen sport um i would say hills of any kind i don't know why hills? i have you don't like i them? have like a hate relation like i can't <laughs> you know where we live I, right? any grade like, any like <laughs> anything it could be the smallest hill i i look at it and i'm like oh this is gonna be terrible and it, it may just be a mental thing you know always is telling me it's a mental <laughs> thing like you can run up sure. this hill but it does not feel mental. do you have do you have things that you tell yourself like do you do you have a mantra or something like that um, that that you use to help help work through oh. that, or do you just be like ah screw yeah, this? That's pretty much what's going through my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Hill workouts were never were never a good day for me. Uh, all, right. all right, that's fair. But that's fair. yeah. So I guess I can't turn you into a cyclist. <laughs> Depends on if the road is flat and. <laughs> it's easier to climb hills on a bike because you have true. gears that instead of. That is true. I know. I'm still yeah I need to to work on that. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll keep, I'll keep working on turning people into My cyclists. dad and I Maybe actually, like, I, before I got into running, he really wanted me to have a sport. He wanted me to, like, be athletic in some way, and I just was not okay. about it, yeah. really, when I was growing up. <laughs> um, but he bought a tandem for us. Um, oh, wow. I was probably, like, eight or nine, maybe, but he got a tandem, okay. um, and we would... That would be our thing that we did. We would ride, um, ride a bunch of these tandem rallies all over the Midwest, and um, oh, you'd go to you go to yeah. tandem oh, events. Yeah. It's a big holy it's a cow, big, yeah, a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, we we did the Midwest tandem rally every year. We did um, wow a few like other just like not races, but just like 
rides. Um, sure. Yeah, we, we did that for a long time. We went all over the place, but it's very different riding the back of a bike than it is like <laughs> being the one in control, <laughs> like shifting. And sure. literally I just sat there and sometimes I'd pedal and sometimes I wouldn't. <laughs> but luckily I was like 80 pounds at the time. So my dad, he was fine. <laughs> just yeah. have to carry you around. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Wow, you have more experience on a tandem than I do. That's oh, great. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> like, once you get going, it'll be a good thing to pitch. I guess, sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Chap. Let's. She's my favorite. Because <laughs> I love hearing about Chap. I'm obsessed with seeing photos of Chap. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of them. I know. I've there seen so many of them. I. <laughs> feel like i may have seen them all i don't know i might be her biggest you fan. should see our camera reels it's oh really there's a lot yeah. there's a lot no. going on <laughs> no. we could we could trade photos between your dog we should go to dinner at some point when this is all over and we'll trade photos yeah. of chap and sylvia and eleanor because my phone my phone made me delete photos or archive oh, them no. to the cloud because it was full of, of cat full. photos so yeah um, you just wait till we get a dog Similar and it's spot. out of control yeah uh, so um for uh, Ian and my mom, who don't know who Chap is, who tune mm-hmm. into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ian knows Chap. Uh, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, tell people who Chap is and, and Chap's story, can you? Yeah. Chap is um, a 12-year-old cattle dog. She's a rescue. Um, she is a great runner. She still is. She's not really showing any signs of slowing down, which is great. Wow, that's um, awesome. She loves food and um, hunting the squirrels in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a good um, hunter? Oh, yes. She's, oh, yeah? I think she's killed one squirrel before. Wow. Um, but usually they outsmart her. Um, <laughs> and she strongly dislikes um, male trucks or male people um, and buses <laughs> She is so fun to take in the car because she just pretty much barks the whole time. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's a great little running buddy. She's um, super sweet. Um, yeah, we love her. <laughs> how did you come by Chap? How, how did she enter your life? So Chap was Ian's dog before okay. Preemie. Um, that was my next question was yeah. whose dog is she? So, okay, all right. <laughs> Um, it depends on who has food is the answer to that. Oh, okay. If, if you have a treat, she'll, she'll say she's, she's your dog. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but he rescued her, I think from, it was a, I don't know if they're still, still around or not, but she was probably one year old or one year old when she was adopted. And, um, okay. yeah, she has kind of been with Ian ever since. So oh, wow. we don't really okay. know like her, her backstory there, but, mm-hmm. um, Obviously, something with her hatred of certain things seems to point to the fact that she she had a very interesting first year of her life. Sure, um, yeah. Because those things. She's also, I think the first night or day that Ian had her, he um, like put her in the bathroom just because he didn't know if she was potty trained and there were a lot of unknowns there. But sure. now she is terrified of bathrooms. So she, oh, really? she has a very like, <laughs> I don't know, her... Her mind like makes these connections that may or may not be <laughs> true for you know the situation, <laughs> but she like refuses to step foot in any bathrooms. If she sees a toilet, she's, she's like, "Oh not no, gonna I happen. can't go in there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, the poor thing. <laughs> I know. I feel like cattle dogs though are pretty, pretty quirky like that. Like I feel like every most cattle dogs have like their one thing that's you know oh, yeah? a little okay. off. <laughs> So you do, I, I know that you and Ian, um, let, me, let me pause this topic for one second. For folks who don't know, you are Ian's better half. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian, Ian Dobson, I had on the show, it sounds so formal, I had him on the show last week. <laughs> um, but he came on last week to talk about kind of his ex- Olympics experience, and I thought it would be very cool, one, to have both of you on here, because you both have very unique and uh, stories that that I think people Very like to hear. Stories, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I will add some follow up questions to that here in a moment. But once we're done talking about Chap, but uh, yeah. So so you are Ian's better half, um, and <laughs> we'll we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so back to Chap. Um, so can she um, 
can she do any tricks? She, yeah, she can do like the basic tricks, like yeah? sitting okay. and she also is really good at um, jumping up on things. Like Ian kind of taught her early on to like jump way up on, kind of look down over the world. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but she's really athletic in that way. And she's also very good at waiting. That's why like, all of the pictures you see aren't blurry because she will stand completely still for oh, really to take a picture. Yeah. Oh, so wow. Well, she's is, so photo. It's like, she's cute and she knows it. Yeah. But, yeah. She has like, she like knows like which side's her best side. She, <laughs> she definitely is a model dog. <laughs> um, a couple basic questions more about her favorite food. What's her favorite snack? Honestly, anything. Anything. She'll, yeah. I, I mean, Salmon skin, she'll eat in like one bite. So maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's her skin. favorite. Yeah. Does <laughs> she'll she eat anything? <laughs> does she have like a favorite toy? No, she's not really into toys. Really? She, she kind of will like if another dog has a toy, she'll like she doesn't want any other dogs to have fun, so she'll kind of just like <laughs> take the toy and destroy it or something. But she's not really into toys. On she her won't own. take it and play with it. She'll take it and no, destroy it. Destroy it. Yeah. She'll <laughs> rip all the stuffing out of it. No one's allowed to have fun. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I know I know that you do some work um, with P and W Catalog Rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you guys have fostered dogs, of which we have been very close to want to try and adopt. Um, you should. Well, we haven't got there yet, but uh, maybe 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 in the nearer future. Yes. Um, talk to me about what you do with them. Uh, talk to me about the organization because uh, I know it's something that's very important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah, P&W Catalog Rescue, um, they are a pretty new rescue, actually. They started in 2018, beginning of 2018. I didn't realize it was so, so recent. Okay. Yeah, um, and they're, the main thing that they, um, are trying to accomplish is getting dogs out of Texas and adopting them into homes elsewhere. Um, Why out of Texas? um, there's a lot of, a lot of stray dogs and it's not just cattle dogs specifically, like a lot of other breed, like rescues for different breeds sure. do this as well. But, okay. um, like they euthanize in Texas. So a lot of like shelters oh, okay. that have, have, you know, high volumes will, a lot of the rescues get together and see if like they can get dogs out. And Sure. Um, I know, I know that like Edgewater furniture here in town will, mm-hmm. if they're making cross country deliveries that they'll bring dogs back and i don't know if it's it may be from texas but on their empty truck so once they've delivered furniture Mm -hmm. um they'll bring animals back from like high kill shelters or things like that they'll bring them back to eugene or the pnw yeah yeah so anyways okay so so they bring dogs out of texas yep so a lot of it is transport and then um and then they also you know help with medical um taking care of medical things so okay um in the past what we've done is just we've been involved um, fostering. So I think for the past year and a half, we've fostered dogs. Um, and it's just, you know, when the need comes, when they need, um, people to, you know, take in a dog and maybe just get them adjusted to a new area and, um, kind of get back on their feet after, you know, 48 hours of travel. Like (laughs) it's, um, that's mostly what we do. We also, I've also helped with like some transport runs here and there where, you know, okay. a dog needs to go down to Ashland or up to Portland, and they wow, kind of okay. set up these little relays, um, which is really cool. Like, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. How many dogs have you guys fostered? We have fostered you know? five or six. Five? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we, we tend to space it out based on when we have, like, you know, Ian's doing events, so we typically don't have a dog during event season or... Sure. Um, yeah, we... It just kind of depends on who needs help. Uh, what is, so what's the hardest part about fostering a dog? Probably just not knowing what their quirks will be. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, sure. I guess it's, it's blank slate, right? Yeah. You kind of have to figure it out as, as it goes along. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are, um, like our previous, our last foster that we had was very leash aggressive. So like she saw another okay. dog like across the street um, or... And she's on her leash, like she kind of lost her mind a little bit. So, a lot of mm. them like need some more intensive training. But sure. um, for the most part, it's just kind of getting to know the dog and knowing what the issues are before you. How is Chap with random dogs coming in and, and <laughs> taking up taking up space? She is 
typically good. <laughs> yeah? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she doesn't, I don't know if she's on board with the idea of us fostering other dogs, but <laughs> she's tolerant of it, at least. She <laughs> she will share her couch, and sometimes, she won't share her treats, but she okay. will, she'll share her space a little bit, at least. <laughs> what, what made you guys want to take on, I mean, that, that's a... A pretty big responsibility to like take on a, a foster dog. I mean, this is coming from somebody who has two cats, wants a dog, but doesn't have a dog. So, but it seems to me like that's that's a pretty big responsibility to take that on, and also I think maybe kind of some emotional vulnerability to to say goodbye to this dog afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, is there like what what made you want to take that on? Or, or I guess that's a joint decision between you and Ian. Yeah, but. Um, we. I mean, it is kind of hard. Like, some of the dogs we get really attached to, and then it's like, oh, sure. maybe we should just foster fail and adopt this dog. But Foster fail, okay. <laughs> but, uh, like, in the past, we um, you help a lot with, like, the adoption process. So you're kind of okay. viewing all of the applications that come through and kind of setting up the dog for a really good future. Oh, so you're, you're involved um, in that yeah. as well. Yeah, okay, so as, cool. like, the foster, you kind of, since you really know, what the dog's like, you kind of sure. have those conversations with um, potential families to, to make okay. sure they're going to be a good fit. So I think because of that, like knowing like who they're going to go to and um, that's made it a lot easier. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, I mean, it is kind of like, you don't really know how long you're going to have them. It could be, I think the shortest amount of time we've had a dog is a week and the longest is like two months. So you really, sure you really don't know like what, what's going to happen in terms of their adoption, but we really like it. And the reason we haven't really foster failed is because we want to continue doing it. Um, and then if, sure. if we had two dogs, it would make it a little bit more, more difficult to yeah. take that on. So, right. Let's we'll start to have a pack on you. Right. Oh, I know. That'd, be, <laughs> yeah. that'd be a lot walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be really cute though. You'd have all these cute. cattle dogs. It'd be really cute. Here, chat pacing outside the door right now. She's, oh yeah, she wants <laughs> she's to come. Usually in. in wherever I am. So. Yeah, you can let her in. Be, That's fine. Oh, she can be back around okay. she, <laughs> She'll probably like just be staring at me the whole time. She's fine. <laughs> um, so if if people wanted to learn more about P and W Catalog Rescue, um, how would they find out about this? Um, the website is a really good resource. So okay. I think it's pnwcdr.org. Okay. Um, and it has all the different ways you can get involved, like fostering okay. or volunteering with transport. Um, and then they have oh, Instagram and Facebook as well that does a lot of fundraising, sure. and that kind of thing. Um, a lot of courtesy listings and posting about like their dogs that are available. So those are the, the two main ones, I think. They're both just Pacific Northwest Catalog Rescue okay. for Instagram and Facebook. Can I tease out of you a little bit about something about a fundraiser and a calendar and something, something <laughs> involving my favorite catalog? Yeah. she. So chat, <laughs> we always have chap calendars every year. That's something that for the past four years, at least, we've put together just... We have all these really awesome pictures sure. and, <laughs> and we force it upon our friends and family to, uh, to love her as much <laughs> as we do by giving them calendars every Christmas. But um, we, this past year for Giving Tuesday, I was helping out with a fundraising campaign for the rescue mm-hmm. and um, we just, instead of just having it available for friends and family, we, we put a little snippet in there that if you donate more than a certain amount, you, you'll get a chap calendar. So not only are we convincing friends and family, but strangers as well. So well, <laughs> she's going to have a, that's awesome. a whole following I here love pretty it. soon. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but I mean, she is a celebrity. I always say that when we went to the bike store that one time, when we, when we <laughs> did not know you at all, right. we walked in with chap and the first thing you said was, is that chap Dobson? <laughs> we were like, what? I know. I know. How do you know her name? <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> Random bike shop guy. Who's this? But, who's this jerk? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that qualifies her as a, like a local. Celebrity, oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. So we appreciate that. Oh, good. I can still fanboy over chap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was interested in selling you a bike. I was more interested in petting your dog. Let's let's be clear here. Um. Let's regress a little bit and. Um, get back to you and Ian. Yeah. <laughs> so can, uh, can you tell me how you two met? Would you, would you share that? Yeah. Um, we, um, 
both were working for the same organization, um, Tracktown USA here in town. Oh, okay. Which it's not only a place, it's um, an organization as well that puts on all of the um, like local events at, and the bigger you know Olympic trials. Sure. And essentially, it's a local organizing committee. So um, we met through that. Um, we shared an office with a few other people, of course, and um, right away I kind of knew I had a crush on Ian, but <laughs> I tried to play it cool for a while, and eventually one of our coworkers kind of helped us, you know, <laughs> <laughs> determine that we both were interested, and that's how it all began. <laughs> wow. It wasn't like some fiercely competitive thing, like he was like oh, no. <laughs> on a run, and you were like, I'm going to smoke this guy, and you know, oh. something like that. No? Okay. <laughs> no, no. I, mean, I was I, I was kind of hoping. I'll be honest. I was kind of hoping for something like juicy like that, but that's okay. That's okay. Office coworkers <laughs> still kind of through running. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a common thread. Do you guys run together? Yeah. Um, we not currently. We both are kind of you know we have different schedules right now, sure. and um, both have a little bit of an injury. But w- would you run together or have you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we ran today, so sure. I don't even know why I said we don't run together, but. <laughs> We will run with chap a lot, and okay. usually it's just like a little jog. But I wouldn't say we like train together. Sure. We have very, very different paces when <laughs> when actually running. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we. How does that work out? Is that uh, have you tried it? Have you tried to train together? And yeah, we. When was it? In 2017, we decided. Was it 2017? 2018. Um, we decided we were gonna train for our first marathon together. Okay. And, by train just you know like make sure we're accountable and sure um and that was really fun i think um it was obviously a very different experience for both of us um we did the rock and roll marathon in las vegas Whoa. but the um the build-up was really fun i felt like like we went on a few vacations that year and like yeah. kind of made our our you know whatever activity we're gonna do is is running so we'd go to a lot of really cool places and um, what was the, I, yeah, was, I've always been intrigued by these like rock and roll series of, of runs yeah. where they like, so they have a, um, you said Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. So they have like, like bands playing as you're running down, right? Yeah. Like every, like every mile okay, or so okay. I think. Run us through it's, your, your marathon. It wasn't great. <laughs> I feel like my body's not meant to handle marathons, oh, yeah? honestly. But <laughs> that's fair. Um, How about run us run like, us through the experience of of doing a rock and roll marathon? It was it was really really cool. Ian, of course, was an elite in the field. Like oh, okay. he just asked for entry, so they were like, "Oh yeah, let's Ian, <laughs> you can definitely be in it." So he got like all this VIP treatment. I think he was like bid number three. Oh Jesus! I was like in the thousand somewhere. <laughs> But um, it was nice because I, I got into the VIP section before the Yeah, race, well done. Which, Kudos to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we somehow did that. What was the but, VIP section in um, Vegas? I'd imagine that's like, was it like the Bellagio or? It was um, the Staples Center? Is it? No, that? I don't know. Uh, one of like I went the, to New York once in like high school. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. No, it's wherever they're hockey. Or Vegas. Vegas, Vegas hockey, not New York. Yeah. They're um hockey team plays maybe i don't know it, okay. it was just in one of those sure. um but they have like champagne a, and everything and like <laughs> they have like all like a buffet and i was like who's going to be eating a buffet <laughs> before they run a marathon it was very confusing stuck it was just a place i think to like kind of sit and sure. relax a little bit yeah, instead yeah. of standing with a ton of people <laughs> um but it was really cool um but i didn't really understand the the band part because you shouldn't be stopping to watch these bands. So you only hear them for, you know, maybe 20 seconds. <laughs> so you don't really get to hear the music super long. I mean, it was nice to have something at the end kind of pushing you through. Sure. But, um, I think just running the strip at night was really the fun part of that oh, marathon. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be cool. It started at like 4 p.m. And oh, I think it's okay. the only private event that um, that will actually like, shut down traffic on the strip wow. so that was that was cool. that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's a um since i don't run anymore and, and lauren runs well she runs more than i do um we've talked kind of peripherally about there's a disney theme park marathon oh, yeah. where you yeah. run through like 
like Disney it California hurts. and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. we've we're big Disney fans. We love going to Disneyland. It's like our our little retreat and escape from from reality. You should do it. Um, but we've always talked about that, and I will I will support. I will wear Mickey Mouse ears and and have a big <laughs> sign or or whatever. But um, yeah, that'd be really fun. You should totally do that. I think something like that would be cool. But to run the strip at night on, in Vegas would be. Yeah, that, that's was, pretty rad. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what's uh, what's next for you? Um, hopefully I'll just be able to start running again here pretty soon yeah. and incorporating some speed. I would like to. I was telling Ian about it. Maybe if I say it, it'll hold me a little bit. Let's more do it. Accountable, Make it happen right here, right now. <laughs> I want to get back into shape for five Ks. I feel like okay. After college, I kind of went up a little bit, and I feel like most college athletes do that. They'll jump up to the half marathon and sure. and then try to do a marathon. But I kind of, I've done that, and I don't love it. I would okay. Say. So I want to see if I can get my um, 5K PR down a little bit. So That'd be cool. That is, okay. it's going to take a lot, I think, but, <laughs> All right. but that is the goal. Um. <laughs> So ultimately, this is this is your floor show. And before we go into the um, the uh, bonus round of fast hardball questions, um, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to bring up? Is there um, plug? I don't know. Um, any <laughs> cool, fun projects or arts and crafts things you're doing right now that we haven't talked about? Hmm. I don't think there. I mean, are you artsy craftsy? <laughs> I, I used to be. I don't yeah. know. Like, I used to knit a lot. Oh, wow. But, okay. Um, I mean, what, I don't think so. I, I spend a lot of quarantine cooking and... What do you cook? Do you have a speci- speciality? I, it, I think Ian would say pasta, probably. Oh, well done. I, I love yeah. pasta. Uh-huh. Like, homemade pasta. Um, we just transitioned but, to angel hair from regular spaghetti. It's like a whole new world. It is a new it's experience. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, pasta. I love pasta. But I don't think I have anything I really want to plug. I okay. mean, the Pacific Northwest Cattle Dog Rescue is is a pretty cool organization. Yeah. And I would, you know, encourage people to check them out if they're interested. For sure. But, yeah. Uh, okay, well, here's your hardball fast, fast response <laughs> questions. Are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. These are the same ones I asked Ian last week, and I will continue to ask each guest. <laughs> and he was not prepared at no, all. No, it was and great. I- <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's see if I can maybe catch you off guard here. So, um, favorite race to watch? Um, the three K steeplechase, I would say. It's it. Oh, interesting. okay. Yeah. Why? Because anything can happen. Yeah. Like someone can fall over a barrier, fall into the water. It's yeah, those are pretty epic. Okay, all right. Three K yeah, steeplechase. Yeah. Um, favorite race to race? Um, probably the half marathon. I would really? Say. Okay. Yeah. Is there a specific yeah, half the marathon? marathon? Um, like a course? Course? No, we we did a in the lead up to our marathon. We did a, one up in Seattle, but I couldn't even tell you where it was. I don't even know. <laughs> Fair but enough. It was on a bike path somewhere, but it was nice and flat. Which I hey, love. flat. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but if I'm in good shape, I like the half marathon. Okay. If I'm not in good shape, it's probably a death march. But, <laughs> um, yeah, depends on. The year, I guess. What are your What are your best PRs? So you said nineteen and change for five k. What's your best half mm-hmm. marathon five k? That one that I ran up in Seattle, I think it was um, one thirty seven something. Oh, ah, well done. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was happy with that. And your best hundred meter hurdles? <laughs> um, I I've never actually done the hurdles. I ran a two th- a k steeplechase in the OTC All Comers. Uh-huh. Um, two years ago, and it was the hardest thing I've ever done. It was <laughs> not fun at all. And the first time I ever went over a barrier or into, or the, into water the water was was the first time in the race. Oh, so well done. It's always yeah, it's all always right. Good to be prepared. Did you did for, you fall over at all? Uh, every time. Really? <laughs> every time I hit the water, I would just face plant into the water. Wait, it was when really fun. when was this? This was the all comers meet. Yeah, this was probably. Two and a half, or maybe two years ago now. Okay, I, I may have Community to. College. I may have to do some digging and see if that's oh, if that's oh, published. Oh gosh, I'm sure Ian has pictures that are <laughs> awful. <laughs> um, have you have you won a race before? I 
haven't. I have, I like the name of your podcast for the reason it's not last. That was always my goal, I felt like, was to not. Really? Not get last, yeah. <laughs> my, I mean, obviously, run. I was pretty average in college, at least for, you know, an NCAA program. And sure. Yeah, that, okay. that's kind of what you end up with. <laughs> was Okay, wow, all right. Uh, Have some personal goals that you want to get and just go for it. <laughs> I I very much identify with that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and that I mean, I'll pause again because I think that's that's an important thing to touch on. Like that, I think is why your story is important to share, is because you you ran in an NCAA program. You you walked on in your fucking senior year. Like that that is in and of itself more than I think a lot of runners or a lot of athletes or or competitors who want to view themselves as athletes have ever achieved <clears throat> excuse me um it's not polite to cough on the podcast but i did it anyway so breaking rules taking names um but i think that's really is why your story is so important and i think you know in contrast to ian's story yeah, he went to the olympics and that was great you know and he, and he has this this experience to share but like it is equally important to share your experience where it's you want to be not last like you have these goals you're competing at a you are competing at a high level like let's not discredit that at all that um i think that is that is very important and i think that's what makes it very relatable and very like for me that's what i find very inspiring is that the optics of looking at you if i looked at you in your wikipedia page i don't know if you have one yet i haven't written it yet or haven't looked it up but (laughs) like if, (laughs) if if i looked if i looked at your wikipedia page or your biography and say walk on in her senior year she like on the optics are like wow you've you have this talent like you really really did something uh quite accomplished you are quite accomplished as a runner and you maybe i'm too forward to say this but i'll i'll say it and you can correct me and please do if i'm wrong but maybe you don't feel that way as as a highly accomplished runner um because the internal dialogue for you was that well, I just want to be not last. I just have these personal goals, and I'm really more mm-hmm. focused on the community aspect of it, and it keeps me going and and um, and whatnot. But I I think that's like that to me is what's really inspiring about your story and about other stories like this is to kind of be um, not last. Yeah, and I don't want to you know downplay my successes at all. Like I know, like a lot of people would love to run, you know, 19 and change, and um, but. Yeah, it is. It is just like having your personal goals and really um, figuring out ways to to go after them and um, not let the optics of like what other people may think get to you. Like really, yeah, just doing it for yourself and and maybe you'll you'll get it. Sure, sure. Next question. Um, mm-hmm. Favorite piece of running kit. Um, probably shoes. I feel like shoes are pretty important. Do you have Do you <laughs> have a favorite pair of shoes that you run in? Um, right now, I'm running in the Brooks Glycerin. So okay, those are those are always good. I feel like I only ran in Nikes and in college, but the pegs that I always used to run in have changed a little bit. So the pegs. I have moved Pegasus. The Nike oh, Pegasus. Sorry, I'm not I'm not down with the lingo. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Oh. <laughs> The Me pegs. either. I just, it's just, I it's just the Nike like pegs. It's, it's N- NBD, IDK, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah there's pegs, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, Brooks now. So okay, all right. Um, do you have a race day shoe? Um, what did I run in in college? A spike? I, I don't even remember what it's called. See, I'm really I'm I know all the lingo. So totally. Just a, you're, a spike. You're you're, I, you're down. Yeah, I get it. The Nike Word. something. <laughs> the, the the Nike spike swoosh yeah. spike. I got yes, it. Okay, the spike. cool. Yep. Um, <laughs> what uh, What's your favorite snack to eat while you're running? Or while running, like in a yeah. marathon or something? Um, sure. Or after, or both, whatever. I feel. What like do you eat? I hate pasta. Goos. goos are terrible. Like I can't eat goos. They just like don't do them. Okay. Coat, coat your throat and then you can't breathe. I when sure. I was running, um, I would eat like the goo chews. Those were. Mm-hmm. I would just let them like dissolve in my mouth. It was. Great. Oh, gross. <laughs> you just keep it in your mouth? <laughs> I, I really can't eat when I'm running, so I had to get something. <laughs> so oh, that's awful. Those aren't my favorite either, but I feel like that's a <laughs> that's what I would have to do. 
have you um i i'm with you on the goos like i i can't do them when i'm riding i can't do them when i'm when i'm racing they're just so thick yeah i have to drink like a gallon of water afterwards which you can't really Um, do like it's (laughs) yeah right not not an option yeah um I recently switched over to SIS, Science in Sport. Mm-hmm. Have you tried these gels? Mm-mm. They're like twice the size of a goo because they have a really high water content. Oh. So I can like, they're really mild. They're, um, they're isotonic, so they're super easy on your gut mm. and really easy to digest. Um, and like I've been, I've been doing those for at least probably the last year or so. Yeah, I'll have to um, look at that. And they're, yeah, they're like big gels, but you don't have to drink any water afterwards. Yeah. And they're really like a mild flavor. That's nice. Um, <laughs> they have a, a tropical one that tastes like like mild mango juice. And it's just, it's just really soothing. It's, it's good. Yeah. Nice. I feel yeah. like maple syrup, like I know people have like maple syrup shots too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that could be interesting to try. <laughs> I feel like I would choke yeah, if I'd like slurp down some maple, or the, the the nut butters. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know that I could do that. No, me either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your favorite post-run snack? Um, pasta. Pasta, yeah, honestly, anytime. Really? <laughs> cold pasta? Cold pasta? Will you eat cold pasta? Yeah, of course. Cold pasta is good. Um, what? Like a, you have a dependency. You have a pasta dependency. Honestly, after like a long run or something, I love eating burritos. Like, you know, breakfast burritos. Those are probably oh, my yeah? go-to. But mm, that's okay. not really a snack. I'm really messing this up. That could be a snack. Up. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. A small yeah, okay. burrito. <laughs> what's, what, what's, what's in your small burrito? Are these like Hot Pockets? Oh, no. Like, like pre-made? Like, oh, okay. you know, eggs and beans and, you know, okay. just a hearty little burrito snack. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Super. Um, whoop. Okay. All right. Speed round. Five songs you can't live without. I I also did not come prepared with these because I feel like that's too specific. A yeah, it has to be. But and well, Ian passed it off to you last week and said so. Now you're kind of on the hook for this. I know. And Spotify just came out with their you know rap 2020 wrapped. Um, oh, so then you had it easy. I even gave you the questions <laughs> beforehand. I did look at them, but I, all my top five, this is a guilty pleasure of mine, is Taylor that's Swift. That's fine. So yeah. I don't know if that's really, really that's fine. capable. Or that's really what I want to... I, I listen to her on my rides. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Taylor Swift, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. Yeah, we'll go with that. Any specific Taylor <laughs> Swift song that you like the most? Well, because her new album came out this past year it was literally that's just right. her new album was my top okay. five <laughs> <laughs> that's fair all right so all right. it wasn't very assorted <laughs> it doesn't have to be yeah. that's fine uh favorite movie um any rom-com ever made <laughs> i love rom-coms oh yeah yep if the i can't narrow it down but but if it has a nice happy ending i usually love the movie so <laughs> okay all right Lauren's been plowing through some Disney or some uh, Netflix um, holiday special movies that are just trashy and great. Those are pretty actually like those are sometimes hard, like cringy and hard to get through, but I still watch them. So I'm in I'm in the same boat. (laughs) We just we just watch. Okay, so I'll I'll give you this one. If you haven't seen it already, do you have Disney? Yeah. Plus. Yeah. Okay. so um, on Disney Plus, there's a new movie that came out called Noel. Mm, I did see that. It did pop so up. So we watched it, and I will tell you, it is better than Elf. Really? It is better than Elf, and I will publicly say this, it is better than Elf. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is controversial. <laughs> I know, I know. I said it. I'm stirring the pot. Um, but it has um, Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick, I think. Oh, and um, it is hilarious and sweet and endearing, kind of rom com mm-hmm. um really, really good Christmas movie. Perfect. It's like Santa Claus's kids, and they're like inheriting the family business. And anyways, I won't spoil it. It's it's a good watch. I can't wait uh, to watch it um, right after this. That's yeah. exactly oh, yeah? what I'm doing tonight. Good, great. <laughs> Thank you for great. the suggestion. Uh, like, I, I would even watch it again, because I really like the movie. Oh, I, oh yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Are are you excited for Christmas? This is not on the list of questions, but um, are you excited for the for the holiday season? Do you guys do anything for it? Yeah, we were supposed to go. I was supposed to go home to Ohio for my best sure. friend's wedding, which obviously got canceled. Oh, wow. So, um, or postponed, not canceled. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be two different. <laughs> yeah, <things. laughs> it's very different. Um, 
But yeah, we were supposed to go home for, for that early December and then be back. But now we'll just have a very low-key holiday here, which sure. is good. Have you guys decorated the house at all? We did. We did. Oh, nice. Actually, yesterday. You have a tree? We got a tree. Wow. We were like on top of it this year. I mean, there's really not much else to do. So, <laughs> so we did <laughs> it <fair>. all. <laughs> That's fair. I think this is, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not, like, I always struggle with Christmas. I find mm-hmm. it's a very stressful time of year, as I'm sure it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But um, I am actually looking forward to this holiday just because there's no, like, I have no obligation. Like, there's yeah. no expectation for anything. Yeah. And it's just Lauren and I, and, you know, I'll probably go for a bike ride. She'll probably go for a run or go for a hike and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, like, it, um, it's kind of relieving to not have this this like pressure to have to go yeah. have these awkward conversations and like wear a sweater that I don't want to wear and you know and 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 do that kind of thing so I I think that may be the the reason why we're watching Christmas movies and I like watching Christmas movies which is weird <laughs> I don't know it's kind of weird no that's awesome um okay uh back to back to my bonus round of speed questions uh these are not very speedy but that's okay um my podcast i do what i want uh uh, last book you read i am reading the shipping news right now which is an what is that it's um oh sorry there's there's some dogs (laughs) that's okay um it's um i think it won the pulitzer back in the early 90s okay The Shipping News? The Shipping News, yeah. Okay. It's it's a good book so far. I'm almost done with it, so. Do you have another book lined up? Um, I should. I need to, like, actually start reading this month because (laughs) I have some time off and I should be reading, (laughs) not watching rom-coms all the time. Oh, whatever. Um, (laughs) That's fine. Do you, uh, what kind of books do you like to read? Um, Fiction, mostly. Yeah? Novels and, yeah. I'm not really, depending on, like, the what it's about nonfiction isn't typically what i turn to <laughs> we've been um we have a a hefty collection of clive cussler novels mm. have you ever read any of his stuff no. it's it's fiction that's like kind of indiana jones that's plausible and he like ties it into like russian uh <laughs> spy submarines and like aztec mayan gold and all this stuff he's he's a really good author like you just you you're like, oh, just one more chapter. Oh, just one more chapter, yeah, and suddenly you're you're 200 pages into this. Um, but they're they're easy reads. We we have a a good collection of Clive Cussler. They're cheap at Fred Meyer if you ever go oh, go nice. to shopping. So there you go. Um, okay, person you admire the most? Um, probably my dad. Why? I admire him a lot. He's just a really good guy. I okay. I love my dad. <laughs> That's a great thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I could say like a famous person like Taylor Swift, but I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm, I am deeply satisfied to hear that you choose your dad over Taylor Swift as yeah. your, as yeah, your me too, model. actually. I'm sure she's a fine person on the inside too, but yeah, uh, but yeah well definitely done. Definitely my dad. Okay, cool. Um, do you have a, like a favorite quote and then follow up to that? Do you have like a mantra you use when you, when you run or when you, when you're doing stuff or anything like that? I actually I don't think I I probably do have a favorite quote I'm just I'm not thinking about it right now Um, that's fine but mantra like I feel like when I would ever do like speed tempos or anything I would always make up songs in my head of like what the pace I'm supposed to be running is like like what at, at one point like um, 151 was what I was supposed to be running. So, like, okay. I just kept saying, like, 150 rum, one rum, over and over and over in my head. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. it worked. But Keeps you in a rhythm. Yeah. Not, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Usually, if you can, like, listen to music and kind of tune things out, you don't really need a mantra. So, um, sure. Or if you're D- running with people, you can, you know, hopefully right. chat right about things and keep each other accountable. But <laughs> do, you, do you listen to music when you run? Now I do, yeah. Post you do. like I, I never did in college or in high just, school, but just Taylor Swift, or do you listen to <laughs> to other stuff? I actually I listen. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts on Run recently. Oh like really? Just, okay. Yeah, getting my daily news since I no longer have a commute <laughs> to sure. listen to news. It's, right. It kind of you know breaks up the day a little. Totally. I yeah. can when I work out. I almost only listen to techno. Really. Hmm. And like. 
It uh, kind of keeps the beat going. <laughs> it, yeah, it keeps it going. And like, I I recently got on this the Spotify, and I'm cool like the other kids now, <clears throat> and uh, um, have learned that there are playlists already made on mm-hmm. Spotify, and you yeah. can just download them and listen to them. This is amazing. <laughs> Things is. I didn't know. Um, but um, my <laughs> latest one has been Lactic Acid Run and Bass. Oh, it's, nice. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Riveting, high some quality music. Some of those playlists are like, I feel like there's like a lot of cardio ones that you can listen uh-huh. to that are. Yeah. I tried very... one from, from Dwayne the Rock Johnson and it was awful. <laughs> oh. I don't recommend it. Oh. It's pretty bad. <laughs> oh. But anyway, um, that is my stack of questions. See, it didn't, it didn't take that long. We're only, hmm. we're only an hour into this. This is great. You're mm-hmm. great. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> my Almost last question. I'm sure I have more before we end this thing. But um, will you come back on later and give us an update for how you're doing and, and what's new with you and with Chap? Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah. Neat. Totally. This was and painless. Then, I was actually really worried about it. Like, I don't know. I know. I just, that's. I, I got the sense that you were a little uh, a little nervous about this. I mean. I just, I, I feel like I'm pretty, I never really talk about myself. <laughs> like, I don't tell stories about myself. So that was. <laughs> but you have good stories that people want to hear. They really do. <laughs> I'm glad I you promise so. <laughs> you. <sighs> well, good, and maybe maybe then you can you can write your own speed round questions and yeah. and, and do that. All right. Well, uh, once again, this has been super fun. I am very grateful that you decided to come on to this non-threatening, non-super intimidating <laughs> podcast. At least I hope it was. Um, it was. Thanks for having me. And thanks for being here. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to the Not Last Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. New episodes drop weekly. Follow us on Instagram at notlast underscore podcast. This podcast is produced solely by me. If you like what you hear, be sure to tell your friends. Music was generously permitted by the illustrious Flemingosis. My amazing artwork was created by the extremely talented Paige Anochibar. Give them a follow and be sure to support local artists. You can find and subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and really anywhere else you get your podcasts. Coming up next, I've got a very special guest, custom frame builder and bike racer, Rob English of English Cycles. I'm excited you're here and I hope you'll come back soon. Say bye, Lindsay. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha